see if I remember how to do this. Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. You're gonna put the sound of the actual thing in there. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Wow. It's been a wow. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Damn. It's really been a minute. That is a reference to um, probably the latest. Let's talk about it. But I always, I uh, it's like that. I just say it's been a minute. I make these references to Reptile Legit songs that literally mm. no one in the world knows besides me. Yeah, we talked about this artist. I'm still salty about it <laughs> from the other show. But yeah, Ben, we haven't uh, been around this table for this show in no, over a year. Uh, we Lots did of movie stuff. a virtual uh, reel at a certain point, but back on the horse. So it's did the movie bad. industry change at all because of COVID? <laughs> did anything happen? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think anything happened. Did James Bond come out? No. Black Widow? Not yet. <laughs> When's Black Widow coming out? Um, that would be funny if we listened to the last like reel, the reel that we did, and if we were like, "Yeah, Black Widow comes out next week." Can't wait. Right, right, yeah. Looking forward to that one. Like, yeah. Um, no, I mean we all know that. It's yeah. actually it wasn't because of the pandemic. Went. We we stopped recording this because of Black Widow. Yeah, and we're like we gotta wait till Black comes Widow out tonight, comes out. So that's why we're back. <laughs> oh bless, but um, yeah, man. I just, I, I legit like quit going to move. Like that was my thing. Yeah, it was. And so, yeah, my, I just kind of lost like the, it sucked a lot. It sucked a lot out of me. Like I, I, I just, it's not that I never really felt like, oh, unsafe or whatever. And some theaters I know had been open for a while. I know like Esquire near us, which is a local um, theater near us. Didn't you see Tenet? I did, yeah. That was so. I did see that one, and then kind of after that, I was like, I had seen that one, and I actually went and saw New Mutants. I still have not seen New Mutants. Um, I was just looking up to see what movie it was. That like there was that break in COVID. Yeah, where they Regal st- opened up again. Yes, and that's what I saw. It was New Mutants. Yeah, so they did, there was New Mutants and Tenet. I hated them both, so I was like, I'm not going back to the movie theater ever again. I was so disappointed, and it was like, uh, I, I, I and I didn't want to do the streaming or I didn't want to like, you know, 20, 20 bucks like a week is, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of steep for the, for, to not own the, yeah. the access to the yeah thing. So, um, I didn't, I didn't do nearly the amount of like rentals digitally that I thought I would do. I did a handful. Uh, I think I only did one or two like of the full price ones, even up to like now. Yeah. The stuff still kind of yeah. three quarters of the way there, but oh, not really. Rented scoob. And then I never got around to watching it. Bless. And then it came out, so I just bought it and still haven't watched it. Yeah. I liked it when you could, for $20, if it came out and you owned it, I'd buy it. But right. I did not want to rent anything for $20. Yeah. No, right, yeah. Exactly. Except for I'm probably going to, well, no, the Black Widow, the way Black Widow works is you pay $30. You you don't own it, but I can watch it multiple times, right? It's just in my account. Uh, I'm I, I actually don't know. I think, I think. So, Black Widow is a dual release where it's coming to theaters, mm-hmm. but you Cruella, can also... the same thing through Cruella. And Mulan and yep. uh, Raya, the last dragon thing. Um, I just never bought those, but right. Black Widow, I did have this debate if I'm going to go see it in theaters, but my band is... We've got studio time booked this whole weekend, so I really don't have time to go to the movies anyways. Right. And so, I'm probably just going to buy it and watch it late tomorrow night or in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um I thought if you pay the $30, it's just in your account. But Maybe I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll report in. I'm at least going to watch it once. Yeah, please do. But I'm excited for Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird it's taken over years ago. Most of my Most of my new movie watching, like when like stuff's coming out, has been through that HBO Warner Brothers thing. Yeah, HBO Max. So, like, you know, Warner's new movies will come out and then There's I'll watch so them. There's so many movies that, like, if they were in theater... COVID never happened. I would have seen them. Yeah, but I just I didn't watch them. I don't know why. Yeah, I've kind of been the same way. Right. I just there's like we were talking before. I've not seen Fast Nine yet. It's been like two almost three that. weeks. I was so excited um, for Kong vs Godzilla, and like I even had like all the pops pre-ordered. Right. And like I just let it come and go. Yeah. And then I Whoa. canceled all the pre-orders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Fast Nine, Black Widow. I don't know when I'm gonna when I'm gonna go see. You're not gonna all. be able to see it this weekend. I don't know. I'm not gonna be able to see it I this weekend. I haven't seen Fast Nine, but I do love Fast Nine. How 
the music like, like, um, I think I sent you guys the Star Wars one. And it's like he's like Skywalker. I got you six. <laughs> like Dom, what are you doing in space? Have you ever heard of family? <laughs> yeah, those are his memes have been. I know. I love them. My uh, my new boss when he was doing my review, he didn't say anything about a raise, so I just naturally assumed I didn't get one. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out I did. He just didn't tell me. I had to find out myself. <laughs> just but saw your paycheck. <laughs> I, uh, I paid more money. And sent it to somebody who was complaining that they got a low raise. Um, when I thought I didn't have one, and said, "I know you're looking for a raise, but have you tried family?" <laughs> oh God, family. Um, <laughs> I did see Fast Nine. Yeah, if you like us. Fast and Furious movies, you're gonna like this one. All right. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember if I ever saw seven. I definitely didn't see eight. Oh, seven's the emotional one because that's Paul Walker's last one that they kind of like are split. They like, are they in the ice? No, that's eight. That's eight. Okay, okay. I've seen like ten minutes of eight in a hotel room. Did we see Furious 17? I feel like I did not see that by myself. I did not see it. Mm, I did not see Furious 17. I seen with, with, with you. Oh, I don't know if I've seen six. I definitely have seen five. Yeah. What happens in six? That when they get, what's their name back? No, yeah, six is another Brit. It's one of the brothers. Yeah, it's not Jason Statham. It's Jason Statham's brother. That's That That ends on the airplane. There's an f- airplane yes. fight. Yeah. Yep. See, there's all like, they're kind of. Gal Gadot gets. Thrown out of the plane. Yeah, one over that. I'm going to And uh, they didn't see Hobbs and Snobs. I watched that. I like Hobbs. And yeah, I like that a lot that too. Just, it was just dumb, stupid fun. I'm man. such a basic person. Like I just like The Rock. I don't know why. He's like, oh, I like that guy. <laughs> it was so dumb, but it was so great. yeah, yeah. So if you liked any of the Fast and Furious movies, you're gonna like this. And if you have watched mm-hmm. them all, you're definitely gonna like it because right. there's a lot of payoffs. Did you see they're thinking about bringing Paul back in ten. <laughs> I have no comment Brian, about what's his character's name, Brian. Yeah, Brian. I have no comment about Brian. I remember there was a period where, like, they, so they had Fast and Furious pops, mm-hmm. one, which it was um, Hobbs, Dom, and Brian, and then Dom and his charger. And I passed on them when they were at Tar- Toys R Us during the shutdown, which I shouldn't have. Um, and then there was a brief period where I was like, you know, I would like to have Dom and Brian. Some there's some good memories attached to those first couple movies, but I never did. And then Hobbs and Snobs. Well, I wouldn't say it's a cinema masterpiece, but uh, it's it's definitely good for what it is. All right. It's not even one of the best Fast and Furious movies, but it's just it. If I don't know, maybe as I I was like so craving just being in theaters again. Yeah. Like there's some actual tear up moments, but it's like dumb tear up moments. Like, oh yeah, I remember that thing from three movies ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw my my big like quote unquote theater comeback was a quiet place too. Yeah, that was mine too. Nice. Quiet place too. And um Ooh, that's a good one. I almost saw that, but then I remember I never watched the first one. It's <laughs> fair. But um only thing you had to do with Quiet Place Two is like disregard the fact that the kids grew up. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Kind of you sorta. had to really throw Especially the daughter. Yeah. Well oh, and man. the son too because so that's the perfect She's terrific though. Yeah she, oh she, both so, the kids like, the were acting good. is unreal. Yeah. I'll go ahead and share this because I'm never gonna do it but that's what I was talking about the other day, that movie, father-son movie. Film all the son parts today. 30 years later, you film all the father parts, same actor. <laughs> that's like that Richard Linklater, uh, what's that movie? Boyhood. 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 Yeah. Boyhood. Yeah. That's crazy they pulled that off. I watched that and I'm like... See, that's easier though because it's like, it's supposed to be the same kid and he's supposed to be growing up so you expect the environment to change. Yeah. yeah. That'd be the difficult part about this is you got to pick something like a natural national park it's not going to change that much in 30 years. No, just film it in the dome like they do for Mando and uh, all the Marvel shows. True. Uh, call up Kevin. Call Kevin that uh, dome thing you. is crazy. What is? So where they film uh, Mando, they, it's all a dome now with LED screens. Mm. So they use game engines. So the screens around them, like there's very, there's still practical elements to what you're watching, but it's mostly LED so they can get the lighting correct and they'll, they'll touch it up in post as well. But, that's why they're able to film these shows still, like Interesting. during COVID and all that stuff. Because it's isolated. It's the future. Uh, more studios, like Atlanta built one. Um, London had the first cool. one. But yeah, if you ever watch the behind the scenes of the Mandalorian or the Marvel shows, like damn, hmm. this is crazy. Interesting. That's cool. It's all powered by the Unreal Engine. So if you video game mm-hmm. nerds, like oh okay. man, man, Unreal Tournament. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that game would have turned into such a like. It's just the engine. Gigantic right. monster. Uh, 
yes, speaking of the Marvel shows, I know that you guys aren't caught up on Loki and Dan hasn't even started it yet. This is a movie podcast. Wait, it's yeah, tied to the universe. It's, you have to now. The Marvel shows mm-hmm. so integral. Um, did you guys like WandaVision and um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? So, once I did, I uh, waited three or four episodes for Wanda and Falcon on purpose there. Um, I'm glad I did that. I think if I would have watched the first episode and then came back for the second episode a week later, I don't know if I would have come back for a third. Well, they, they released the first and second one at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even knew, like, man, we got to give them more to bite on. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, I ended up enjoying it a lot, other than the whole uh, Pietro. Yeah, the internet and its expectations ruined that show a little bit. That's why I it really caused me to t- not pay so much attention to the internet news. When I used to be so plugged into all the nerd stuff. Yeah. I just I get tired of speculation now. I just like I don't need, I just walk into things blind. But yeah, but I remember when that 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 mm-hmm. episode happened. Just and, like, and like the, this was the yeah, like the three pieces yeah, the next yeah. day were like, Marvel finally did it. Freaking they finally did it. did it. And um, then yeah, to have it, spoilers, I guess not, eh, not quite pan out the way that some yeah. people expected was a little bit of a letdown. But I, 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 I doubt like, that's the last we'll see of. Yeah, and well, and the fact that they, what's it called when you like stick it to people on purpose? Um, there's a term for it. Being a jerk. It's. I mean, yeah, but there's. There's, but anyways, they purposely like they played with our emotions with the Pietro thing, and they freaking mm. named the character yeah. Boner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll think of this word when I'm that done. That was yeah. It was such like. But if you take away the internet hype, like it still was a good story about like uh, mm-hmm. loss and like what it can do yeah. to you. That was just such an unnecessary move, though. But man, the uh, Officer Wu, breakout star. Yeah. He had, finally, finally shattered his role on the office. <laughs> he finally learned that magic trick. That was the big yeah, problem from Ant Man yeah. too. That was pretty cool once they put that together. And then uh, Falcon, was, Falcon Winter Soldier was weird for me because you know again I didn't jump right into it, but like nobody was talking about it. Yeah, like it seemed like everyone like every week people like I had to actively avoid spoilers if I wanted to for Wandavision, and then it was like Winter Soldier and Falcon started and like nothing. There wasn't much to spoil about Falcon Winter Soldier. It just kind of was like a solid show for what it was. Mm -hmm. I heard a lot of discussion about, like, they had a lot of political issues you didn't think about with Captain America and, like, what it means for a black man. Like, I definitely can't speak. This is not my thing to speak on. But that was really interesting seeing the think pieces on that. Like, what does it mean to be a black Captain America? I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't Mm -hmm. really think about that. Yeah, that was a good. How can you? I really like that show. How can you be a symbol for a country that repressed you so much? Like, oh, Mm -hmm. That was a great part where um, the kid called him Black Falcon. Yeah. He was like, it's just Falcon, kid. (laughs) It's just Falcon. What are you, Black David? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I I dug it. I think the ranking so far is Loki's number one, which I thought Loki would be number three. I was not. Yeah. But so far, Loki's been so good. uh, Loki won. I'm worried about Anthony a little bit. Because obviously, being know, Captain America, not, I... not being Captain America, him as a person getting canceled. Wait, what do you do? Um, so obviously, you know, Dang you it. saw the show. There's the whole bromance between the two of them. Yeah. And um, I guess there were a lot of people like making a petition to like make them a couple and stuff. Kind of hate and that sort of stuff. Not male was, relationships, just fans making it happen. I don't like that. He was on um, same lines as Stan Lee, honestly, which. A lot of people overshadow the whole statement and just focus on the fact that Stanley said Peter Parker shouldn't be gay, um, or he said he can't be gay. Um, but Anthony Mackie was like, "Why do we need to push this on every single yeah, thing?" Right. Like the show is showing how two men who are heterosexual can still love each other. Why can't that just be enough? Like, why does everything have to be about two guys together now? And obviously he got backlash for it. And, and people uh, are mad that he said that? Yeah. Because huh. that, you know, people took it as him being like, my character's not going to be gay. And then Sebastian Shaw kind of came to his defense where he was like, you know, I'd do it, but I get, you know, that's not the, that's not what we were going for. You know, we're just two bros that love each other and stuff. 
he goes. Yeah, but yeah, it echoes the Stan Lee statement of, you know, he said Peter Parker can't be gay. And that's what everyone always clips like, he was a bigot. But like the whole statement was Peter Parker can't be gay because that wasn't the intention of that character. Like he he was like, you know, there's a thousand other Spider Men. One of them can be gay. Like Peter Parker was not written or created to be gay. Well, that is a very complex subject that I don't feel qualified enough to talk, but there is something to be said about what a creator wants out of things that something they create, but it comes to a certain point, especially with properties like any comic book stuff, it supersedes the owner. I don't I don't know. I, I always think rather than force an agenda on a character, make more characters, but that's also a very privileged yeah. way to think. So I don't have the greatest answer. I just think whatever serves the story best, I don't like to pigeonhole any anything. Yeah, I always feel weird. I mean, we're getting a little bit limited addiction here. But <laughs> it was like I, I fell off of comics when they made Iceman gay. That's kind of what I did, too. And it's like, it's always such a weird point where it's like... That's 100% where I fell off. I I'm did. sure it was a fascinating story of how, like, the adult one dealt with it, you know, and stuff. But it always feels weird that that's the point. Like, mm-hmm. like I stuck it to him and make it Iceman gay. Yeah, right. Come Boy, on. that is a very complex... He was gay the whole time. If you read those old comics, you know. That's called hindsight. You can look at it however you want. But uh, no. Before they even announced him gay, like, there were so many people where he's like, hmm, Beast, you're looking nice tonight. Wowzers. Yeah. Well. It's just two bros that love each other. Anyway, regardless. Movies. Marvel and Disney is doing God's work with these shows because just, like, we're getting movie quality shows. Like, mm-hmm. the budget and the storytelling is great. Um, but that is crazy that we got three shows before Black Widow and Black Widow is supposed to be the first thing in Phase 4. Yep. I saw it was from uh, Captain America where he keeps running past Falcon and he's like on your left <laughs> they had like Black Widow yeah. and Falcon and then like the three pictures were WandaVision. That's funny. Working <sighs> on Falcon. I'll say it guys I'm not that excited for Black Widow. And I am. I'm excited for Red Guardian. Yeah. I'm excited for every side character but it's a prequel and I, it's not it has nothing to do with yeah, she's a no... female driven. I don't care. I love Captain Marvel. It doesn't matter that it's a female driven. I wish we would have got a Black Widow movie before we know she dies. Yeah, we should have gotten one like, at, like yeah, before yeah, Iron Man three. Because anytime she's in an action scene, she can have a gun pointed at her head. I'm like whatever, she's not gonna die. I don't yeah. care. What, what, where's the stakes in this? So it's gonna be on the ensemble cast, which is stacked. I mean, mm-hmm. like uh, Florence Pugh. David Harbour, what's the woman's that, name? I feel like... Rachel Weiss. Yeah. In the last trailer, they kind of made it like the three main people are going to be okay. Like, because there was like, at least how I interpreted the trailer, like, it seemed like it was like the end game. And, like, nah, man. Yeah. I Red bet Guard, David Harbour sacrificed himself. Haven't Red seen Guardian the has the other two. Like, nah. Like, Red Guard- oh, I, I know nothing about this movie, but Red Guardian's going to sacrifice himself to save the women. I'm just I interested just... to see who uh, Taskmaster turns out to be. Who yeah. Who the identity is. I, I bought the Red Guardian pop so long ago. Really? <laughs> I have a Red I Guardian. It, I was like, maybe I should hold off. What if he like ends up being like really cringy and stuff? But then the movie just never came, so I just <laughs> went ahead and bought it because it was like on clearance already. Guess I'll buy That's it. the craziest thing about this: the merchandise for this movie has been out for like probably three years. It's been on clearance for yeah. a year now. Like, yeah, the Black Widow uh, Funko Box came out last year. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, but no, I'm gonna watch it. But I just I'm, I never get excited for prequels that mm-hmm. are focused around the pre-established character that we already know their end date. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. tough. It's but tough. But that's what they can do, right? I mean, it's the brand, and that's you know what if that they was the like other conversation. Shock the hell out of all of us, and that's like the the like last scene of the end credits is like something where like she gets a second life. <laughs> the movie oh, starts God. on what's that planet called? Boromir. I'm getting it mixed up, but. Yeah. That Vormir. Vormir. Vormir was a Lord of the Rings oh, character. Well, she, she's just waiting. The movie starts with her getting up like, oh, I didn't die. Oh, <laughs> we just have the movie. I'm like, boy, was I wrong. This is not a prequel. No, I just see like, like, you know, like the end mid credit scene or whatever. It's like them talking to Doctor Strange. Like, there's a way to get her back, right? Because she's not, she's not gone. She's in the Soul Stone. Hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, let me get the book of Vishanti. Thinking. Uh, so that's the immediate. What else is coming out? That Bond movie eventually. Yeah, eventually. But uh, speaking of Marvel, when do you think we're going to get a Spider-Man trailer? Hopefully soon. They're probably waiting. It's supposed to be this week, but it didn't happen. Obviously, I now they're at the point where you'd want to wait no, till like, after. I think. Yeah, pops. 
Pops were showing Pops, this yeah. week. The Pops. trailer's supposed to be two weeks from now. Yeah. yeah, so we're wondering if they're going to like possibly attach it to like the end of Loki. Ooh. Could. Which I'm would not. Kind of be t- I can't really say anything, but it would make a lot of sense. They were smart. Yeah. That's what they would have put it in Black Widow exclusively. Well, yeah, I agree, um, and maybe it will. Better. I mean, the first showings are tonight. Yeah. So. Well, uh, that's something they would have announced though, just to get people to buy tickets. Like. No, I I, I would be surprised think. if they would have announced that. Don't you think? I don't know. Just because that that type of thing is something, especially with how kind of close to the chest they do a lot of stuff, they would uh, probably want to. Because that's what they did with uh, Jurassic World. So then, what they can say now is, like. If you start seeing stuff tonight and tomorrow morning, like saying, oh, then Marvel can say, go see Black Widow. We're not putting it online. Go see Black Widow this weekend to go get the first look at Spider-Man, which would be kind of a play. Allegedly, though, I saw today that Black Widow broke um, some sort of some like online ticketing record. (laughs) Longest (laughs) wait for a movie. But that has, I, I think it was probably like pandemic era ticket sales. Like, um, they're projecting like 80 to 90 million this weekend, which is crazy. I, I want it to do well. I, mm-hmm. I like the character Black Widow. I just, I don't like prequels, but hey, I didn't choose it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be excited. Yeah, I'll get around to it eventually just for Red Guardian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah. I, I think we'll get the Spider Man trailer probably next week. Okay. Give, give Black Widow some time to shine. I had pulled up my um, letterbox a little earlier, and like I've been saying, like I, I didn't really—I don't know if it's going to load with the down here, but um, I—I I really haven't watched a ton of like new stuff. I think we were talking. I watched Conjuring Three and In the Heights, so I've seen like some of the new stuff as it's come out. About but, halfway through Luca. Yeah, Luca. Luca oh, I, I like forgot to log to log that. Luca. Um, yeah. I wasn't crazy about Luca. Yeah, it, so Luca to me was a mid tier Pixar, but for an yeah. animated movie, good. Like it's top tier DreamWorks, but mid, <laughs> yeah, mid Pixar. Top, top tier DreamWorks. Story well. story wise, I think it was one of Pixar's <laughs> Pixar short. But I I don't know for some reason when a movie just is streaming and I didn't have to pay an exorbitant amount of money, I forgive so much. Yeah, and That's fair. yeah, so no, it's not. If I had to rank, which I think we definitely should do certain reels or even the other podcasts where we take a franchise that and rank it and rank them and then because other podcasts do that too but we haven't so screw it yeah we should we could do that with the pixars but i could guarantee it's going to mid lower in my rank of pixar movies I think, a lot. I think my favorite pixar movie my number one just to spoil my list if we ever do a pixar is finding nemo <sighs> man I, and that's kind of that's kind of a hot take watch. for some reason i don't know why i think finding Nemo's like in everyone's not... top five but number one my, mine's different. I just love it for some reason. I, I love it too. Finding Nemo and she's iffy on Dory, but those are the two I think she's finished. Mm. I've I, off the cuff, I'd say box lunch, Bugs Life, but I don't. Oh, know Bugs if, Life is classic too. Like <laughs> box trolls, like damn, that's not that's not Pixar. Box trolls. Uh, it's either so it's very specific to like how my life was, but it's probably either Onward or Coco. Those yeah, I know you. Yeah, I, Coco is probably my number two. Coco, actually, yeah, but yeah. Onward has a special place because it's just like that's my me and my brother's lives. Yeah. But, right. I know uh, nothing about this movie coming out, but it's called Danny Legend God. I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah, Luca. What else? What else has come? Uh, have you watched recently? And I know you didn't watch Tomorrow War. No, I did not watch Tomorrow War. Like I said, I had heard very divisive things on it um and so i kind of decided last weekend i was like i could watch this but i could probably find something better to do it has so, very uneven acts like oh this is a really cool interesting yeah. act and then like kind of nothing else uh i thought it was all right um i don't think it was terrible but i don't think it was great it won points because streaming i didn't have to pay money mm-hmm. but it a stat it has a time travel um rule to it the, pre- right. the predestination variant which i'm assuming is why you didn't like tenet Tenant is a very confusing movie because predestination is a very complicated uh, mm-hmm. storytelling thing, and if you don't do it right, which I I think like Christopher Nolan did his due diligence and it's right, everything you can there's no holes that you can poke with it. It's just really confusing. Um, Tomorrow War is not, but they they stick with very set rules. Um, 
and since neither of you have seen it, I don't want to really spoil it, but they do a few things and kind of go out of their way to explain things that I appreciate. I'm like a time travel nerd. Like, I just wait. I'm like, right. I'm like a Karen when it comes to time travel. I'm like, right. you contradicted yourself. That's a paradox. What the? F- <laughs> yes. Uh, there weren't any giant paradoxes in Tomorrowland. Right. I'm um, halfway through Class Action Park. Class oh, action. I gotta watch that. It's, it's so documentary, it's, right? Yeah, it's um this guy. He was a penny. He was like the Wall Street guy. Yeah. He got kicked out of Wall Street. Um, bought a ski lodge in New Jersey. Okay, I've heard stories. He's of this the guy place, who yeah. like made the first like fake snow machine. Oh boy. And obviously during the summer, this guy wants to make money, so he makes a water park and like. So many people died at this park. Yeah, sort of that uh, jackass. Not jackass. What's the Johnny Knoxville movie? It was sort of loosely like yeah. inspired by that. <laughs> so is it good? I mean, I'm halfway. I mean, it's I've heard so much, heard so many people talk about it on podcasts and stuff that it's mm-hmm. like it's not that exciting. Cause, you know, everything kind of there. But uh, the best part of it so far is he gets sued for embezzlement because he no As one would do. no one would insure his park so he just started his own insurance company and then insured his park with that insurance company and nice. like it was like this kid got killed and he made the argument and won that the ride didn't kill the kid the rock that the kid hit killed the kid so they should be suing the state not him oh my gosh because um, it was state leased property but the, state, the rock killed him the state sued him, obviously, and he didn't show up in court and cited white privilege. Oh, my God. Wow. So this guy's just a terrible person all around. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's cool. It made me think of the beach a lot. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know yeah. how many people died at the beach, but there were some of the rides that they're, like, talking about, like, yeah, this wasn't really thought out, so you'd just get, like, people would get bunched up in the tubes and then <laughs> they'd yeah. be slamming into each other. I'm like, I remember that. Right. The beach. Yeah. I remember that place. I the beach. I love the beach. So cool. Such a good water park. <laughs> I was uh, I was gonna get a season pass the year that they closed. Oh, oh is the beach completely closed now? It's it. Someone bought it was closed for like a year or two, and then somebody else bought it and opened it back. So it's back Man. every summer. But yeah, it opened in like back open in sixteen or fifteen, but it closed in twelve because um, Dewine, who's now the governor, he was the attorney general at the time. He sued them because they sold like eighty eight thousand passes. Um, and then close oh. this season, so he made him pay everyone back. Well, that's good. Probably why he got governor. Kobe, um, what? I'm trying to think of like the big. I mean, obviously Spider Man. That's my jam. I can't wait for that to come Space out. Space Jam. Space Jam. Meh. Not excited. Oh. Not excited at all for Space Jam. But it's not for us. I don't think it's for kids, right? Yeah. I uh. Uh, I mean, Space I, Jam? I won't, yeah, I haven't I'm watched it. It's for us, kind but, of. Uh, kind of, but I'm excited for the Hamburger World, but I'm sure that's just going to be a Passover soon. Yeah, we'll see about that. That's going to be day one HBO Max thing, though, right? It is. Oh yes, so that's Sweet in gift that keeps giving. Next week, next week, next yeah. week. So yeah, I'll watch it because it's going to be there. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, hmm. I'm not super excited for it. I don't like that it's basically Ready Player One. Yeah, I, uh, I, there's definitely, like, it's clearly see how many properties we can jam into this. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I'm willing it's to like give a, it a shot. It's like a weird Warner Brothers flex of, like, yeah, yeah we've got all these properties, Disney. Yeah. What are you going to do about exactly. it? Exactly. like, bro, we got Star Wars and Marvel. I just like that they're, they've want, included. Do you want DreamWorks? Like, they included, like, a lot of obscure, like, R-rated stuff, too. They, like, they haven't taken Clockwork that. Orange oh, is in it. Okay. Um, like Mommy Dearest and like all of these like like wow. Casablanca like Humphrey Bogart's in the background and one so like I'm just interested to see like again kind of like I was with Ready Player One I think that's well okay cool. maybe it could be cool but I just I don't know yeah no the most re- I, in terms of like you know any good thing uh, probably the best thing I've seen recently was Bo Burnham's special. Bo- Honestly, the Bo Burnham thing, like, helped me mentally. I yeah. watched it twice. Like, I watched it the yeah, first time. Like, I, I need to watch this again. again. I haven't watched it yet, but um, my two friends uh, that are creators, like, one person already has one movie finished. He's working on another one that he's trying to get funding for. And he was like, that movie just pissed me off so much <laughs> because it's so good. 
Yeah. Like his the other guys currently making two different movies. Like one's a documentary about death, and I don't know what the other one is. And he was like, "If you haven't watched it, don't watch it. Like you will be so pissed off by the end because it's so good." Well, it's just so thought out, and since he was he did it all himself. Yeah. yeah. If you've ever filmed anything, you start to understand how you have to like set up shots. And he seemingly only had one camera because you see it. You're like, damn, this would have taken so much time. <laughs> but I I thought it was really good. Like I said, it's kind of cathartic. Just the fact, his thought process on everything, like, it contradicted itself. It was all over the place. But I think that was, like, how a lot of us were during mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm in such a weird place with movies where it's like, there's so many out that I want to watch. Yeah. But it's like one with the kid. She doesn't really take naps anymore. So it's like that like two or three hour period in the midday where I could have watched one on Tuesdays and Wednesdays is gone pretty much. And then uh, like after she goes to sleep, then like with horror movies and stuff, the wife doesn't want to watch them. So, so you can't watch anything you want. I mean, I could watch anything, but it's also I'm old now. So it's like, now you're starting to understand why our parents were so angry all the time. <laughs> They couldn't do whatever they want because of us. True. I mean, it's like I either need to like start going to sleep at nine, so I can wake up at like five and watch a movie before work. Plus, like I actually work now, so. You actually work now. What were you doing before? You don't get to sit and watch stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, when we worked together, we watched box. We did watch box (laughs) shows. That's awesome. At the register, like we weren't even hiding it. We were so excited for this dumb movie because I lo- I just liked calling people box trolls. I uh, I've got the Leica like collection Blu-ray set. I and that's in it, but I've not watched it yet. <laughs> we called people box trolls, and we didn't know if it's an insult or a compliment. It's true, because we just saw the trailers for this movie. Freaking box, Freaking box trolls, Boy, and they weren't that bad. That's a good. One. I've got yeah. a shirt. You? I need to watch that movie that's again. Annoying. I think we just hyped it up so much. That's why it's so good. Right. Probably go on packs. Like, this movie is very average. No, but the the next thing that's on my list that's streaming, I think starting this week, is Summer of Soul mm. on Hulu. Questlove's, Questlove directed it. Oh. Um, is it a movie or it's a, a doc- It's a documentary movie okay. about um, the, ni- I think, 1969, 1964, or something like that. It's a, a year in the 60s. Harlem, uh, like Soul Festival or something like that. Um. And so it's just like a documentary about that festival. That's cool. Um, it looks real. It's supposed to be outstanding. It won um, the Grand Jury and the Audience Award at um, Sundance for yeah. documentary. So. What about the uh, Netflix trio? Did you watch the first one? Not yet. That one. That's there's like Fear, three streaming Fear movies Street. that I gotta watch. I think it's yeah, Fear Street Part One, Part Two is out tomorrow. Yeah. And then I gotta watch this Summer of Soul. And then Steven Soderbergh just came out with a new movie on HBO Max that I would like to watch. I think it's called No Sudden Move. Yeah. Um, um, so supposed you, to be good. I didn't watch it, but I just re- listened to a review. 90% of it's in Fisheye. Oh, no. Oh, the like, Soderbergh movie? That's like was, a Terry Gilliam movie. Uh, distorting thing he's ever watched. He said it was good, but... That's... Yeah. And I need to look up uh, that... Uh, what is it called? Zero, the Twitter movie. Oh Zola, no, Zola. yeah, that's in Peter's. Oh, like, I want to see that too. Yeah, about the like the story, like that, but it's apparently really good. the strippers. It's based on. It's a literally. It's a movie based on a Twitter thread. Yeah. And so, but I, weren't they either strippers or escorts? There are two women involved. In yeah. The um. So I actually, I don't. This was forever ago at this point, but I read the the thread of tweets at one point. I didn't read the thread, but I remember um, it was hot on YouTube. Everyone was talking about it for a second. I don't remember how I found it. I think um, the article, I think, that got written about it was trending. Um, and then I think through that, I ended up finding the thread, and I just sat and read yeah. the thread. And it's like almost 200 tweets long. Jeez. But yeah, uh, I know nothing about it, but it's apparently... And I, there was, it got to a certain point where I was like, is this girl making this up? She's probably making it up. Like... Um, but evidently, I mean, I, who knows? Either way, it's a great story. And that's what kept me scrolling on it was, like, I got to kind of know what happens next. And, and, like, the language that she was using was just so, like, com- like it was conversational and, like, the, it seemed, a- like, accurate for um, for that. And so I 
was like, this is this is like too real and it's too <laughs> fascinating, like it's interesting. And um it's crazy. And I, I can't imagine like this movie like yeah, the movie's supposed to be great. So Does uh does Hulu still have the Bloomhouse deal where they do drop a movie every month? I don't know. I know they did a second year and I fell off. Hmm. But uh I made it I made it the full year the first round. I never got back into it. Those were those were always hit or miss, but they were even the bad ones were still like enjoyable. Mm. I think out of the twelve, I think there was one that I was like, "This is absolutely terrible." But yeah, I, I don't think I don't know if you ever watched like two of those. I think the Thanksgiving one was great, but I just I couldn't handle the cinem- cinematography. Right, shot very weird. Right, <sighs> but um, yeah. So I don't know. I, <laughs> it's just it's just been such a weird year. And Dustin there's so the much that's happened. I mean, yeah. everybody knows. Everybody knows, like, theaters shut down. They're starting to reopen. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, like, uh, you, uh, one of the big stories that was a, a while ago now, I guess at this point, was a couple of, like, beloved theaters in L.A. shut down. It's like the Cinerama Dome or Arclight or whoever that parent company is. I think it was Arclight um, kind of went under. And so it was, like, the Cinerama Dome and, like, a lot of the legendary, like, movie theaters out there kind of got Tarantino didn't try and save it? Well, he bought, he, he bought some other little theater called the Vista, I think, which wow. just got announced. And then um uh Regal apparently bought one of the arc lights in like I don't know if it was like Thousand Oaks or somewhere. I I don't know. I saw something that was like Regal Regal just took over one of the Arc Light movie movie theaters and um just opened like this week and everybody was like losing their minds about it because everybody hates Regal apparently. So do they? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. I think they're. I think people think that, especially like the you know purists and people that are kind of like um, obsessed with the presentation of movies theatrically. Yeah, I think a lot of times you know, sometimes you go to a movie and like the lights stay up, or um, you know, theaters sometimes don't get cleaned the way that they should. Or you just have bad um, people that talk the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think what people liked about places like ArcLight and um, a lot of people like the Alamo Draft House and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where they it's like a feels like a premium experience. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think that's where some of the discordant discussion was coming from. But uh, it's just an interesting story, I thought, and I, <laughs> I, I would like Cincinnati to get an Alamo Draft House. Um, be nice. Uh, somewhere reasonably. I thought it was like a regional thing. I mean, it's obviously started in Texas, but like DC's got one at least. I think. Um, there's so like there's a few out east, so there's like precedent for. And there's in California kind of coming our our way, and so yeah, California's not close to us, but right, it, it happened in places. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once we get that premium feel back because i i mean even like uh in florence they had the premium seating mm-hmm. and other theaters do or they'll bring you food and there's alcohol yeah. yep just, it seems like that's so long ago yeah and it'll be interesting to see kind of when all of this covid when everything's said and done here what it really either goes back to or what it becomes yeah because there is a market that people don't mind paying the premium just to watch it at home because yeah because for a while there i think cinemark was getting ready to go under kind of sort of yeah um because there was there was discussion of I live um, in a neighborhood where the closest theater is this uh, is a Cinemark, and um, there was discussions of that theater like closing permanently, um, which would really suck. Yeah. Um, for me anyway. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, but I, I think yeah, like to to your point, Frankie, the people realize that they can get if they want it the they can just do streaming at home yeah we all have that's a very privileged thing to say but a lot of us have like big tvs well that's where like you know it's it's like one thing if it's like it's you you know it works for you so you do it but then like you're just you (laughs) but if i spend 30 dollars on a movie and i don't even care you go to a yeah, that's yeah. One side of the coin is thirty bucks. Who cares? You don't have anyone to answer to, you know. The other yeah. side is 
10, 12 bucks to go by yourself to the theater versus, you know, a family of five or six kids, yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah, why wouldn't you do it? And so, like, then for the future, like, you know, our theaters like a Cinemark gonna go gonna go under and then places that offer a more premium experience like um out like out your alamo draft houses or in a certain extent like amc's trying to get into that and so um just is it is it gonna be like you know those those places that make it like a real event or do do things a little bit more differently a little bit more upscale yeah are those going to be what the movie going experience becomes? And then I think that's kind of been a question all along. Yeah. Does it become like a going to the movies is going to be like the equivalent of going to the theater right now? Well, because like even like before the pandemic, yes, yeah, yeah kind of like that. More of an event. Like yeah, and that's what movies used to be. Like that's when right. it first started. Uh, but we like even before the pandemic, we saw the distribution time for when a movie in the theaters till it could go streaming slash Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. That got yeah. cut. It keeps getting cut and cut and cut. Well, now it's now. Regal is going to be here and be good because they got that deal with uh yeah, so with Warner Brothers was it? I don't remember who's got the who's the HBO Max Warner Warner yeah so it's with them so HBO Max has it through twenty one and then twenty two Regal gets it for like two weeks before anybody else hmm. that's annoying I don't like yeah, that I love that interesting love Regal I mean I don't I like the Regal too but I just Regal don't like. Death. It's, it goes back to like we were talking about the Call Awards. Like, why does one platform get something? Just give it to everyone. Right. I'm not invested in those things. Give it to me. <laughs> that I feel like is just like a stick to uh, the AMC, though. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I feel like HBO for some reason didn't benefit from it, so that's why they didn't continue the deal. Yep. So then they went to Regal just to like stick it to AMC because that guy it's got possible. so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the big question, Ben, is a movie's gonna make it. Are they okay? Yeah, that yeah, that is kind of what? you know movies. I don't think are going anywhere. Like, no, it's, every day it gets easier to make a movie. Yeah, but then you know, again, too, with all this, with you know, they found out that the industry is kind of can be this volatile, and so you know, are we gonna maybe even are we gonna continue to get the two hundred dollar, two hundred million dollar blockbusters, or are people gonna be more willing now to take a chance on something you know a bit more modest? Um, so that that could be good. I guess, yeah. um, where, you know, people realize, oh, there's not a whole lot of money coming in, but we can't, you know, we can't afford to give $200 million to Steven Spielberg right now, but we can do, if he's got like a $25 million script he wants to make, yeah, yeah. probably think about that. Yeah, that's going that, but, back, um, kind of like the uh, old school. Christopher Walken, like, takes any role that comes to his desk. Yeah. He's got like, the time. That's um, where, like, I think, I don't think Anna Kendrick's quite there, but she did that, um, what was that movie called that like went straight to Hulu? She's done a lot with HBO, I think, recently. She has. Um, but then the, I mean, another part of this too is like Paramount. Out of I think most everybody is really struggling right now. Yeah. Um, they've they've yeah, sold Miramax. Oh Miramax. Oh well. <laughs> um, but they've sold like their biggest movies off to, um, either Amazon or uh. He sold something to Netflix, maybe at one point, um, and they they, they now have their own streaming. I was gonna platform. say they have their own streaming. Platform. Um, and they released they just released some. I I subscribed to Paramount Plus for like two months, so you can watch. I, I, no, I, no, no, I, I, Carly. no. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> that guy's a creep. Who? The guy who created I Carly. Oh, that. Uh, yeah, he also did all that. I uh, yeah. I forget his name, but yeah. yeah. But um. I didn't, uh, I, I barely used it. Like, I used it to watch, like... The Day Shall Come. I don't literally know that one. Indie films that, like, literally no one heard of. Yeah. But I used Paramount Plus to watch, like, The Masters. Because, <laughs> like, it, it had, like, a live... You could watch, like, live CBS. You watched it. golf? Um, and, like, uh, the NCAA, like, the March Madness oh. tournament and stuff. And I watched a couple of... We watched some show, like, their first, like, exclusive show they had there was like like for the platform launch was some um documentary series that these two guys made about their like great uncle in in canada that disappeared and nobody knew why and it was like a they made an association with funny or die so it's a real it was a real thing but it was like it was like a comedy too it was like that and then um 
You know, the that little, was good, actually. I thought. One, like some of the Nickelodeon shows, mm-hmm. like Bubble Guppies and stuff. So like, there was a little bit where I was like, yeah, maybe, but, but like I've got out of all of them, I've got no desire, mainly yeah. because SpongeBob. Yeah. SpongeBob. Um, but I just yeah, I just didn't use it enough, and so I can't I canceled it. But now they've got. Apparently they like this thing they've been advertising recently is they just added like over a thousand movies oh, wow. to the lineup of like different you know stuff that they've had and then they just came out with that Mark Wahlberg uh, exclusive Mark Wahlberg. movie of Infinite you, I think I'll get out there and get some Paramount Plus um, but they got Transformers on there and everything <laughs> Mark Mark Wahlberg's I can't say it now Mark Wahlberg's a vegetarian now he doesn't eat Wahlburgers what. Oh yeah, my gosh. but they uh, with a veggie burger or something. <laughs> I mean, think about like the like coming to America the, that came out, yeah. and then um, that was Amazon. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tomorrow Wars is Amazon, but those were Paramount. Oh, Paramount. Okay, and everybody's like, why are these? Especially when Coming to America came out, I think that came out like around the same time that the Paramount Plus did, and they're like, why is like the biggest movie in streaming right now not like that's signed, their movie? They why they signed these deals ahead of time? That's why right. Deathloop is going to PlayStation 5 when Bethesda's yep. bought by Xbox. Well, that's where, um, I mean, when Disney Plus launched, there was still stuff scattered all over the place. And yeah. there's stuff still shows up on Netflix, and I'm like, why is this here? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy it's like that. new, and it's a Disney movie. Like, yeah. So, you know, with, like, the streaming stuff and, you know, it's like movie, yeah. movie, kind of those mid-range movies like that, are they going to, you know, are the studios going to be forced to, cannibalize themselves the way they have or but even to the point of your 200 be, uh, million dollar movies like look at the two star warses that's a weird yeah. way to pluralize it very divisive and a return on the investment i don't know if it's worth it they, they did a lot of damage to their franchise mm-hmm. and the smaller budget stuff with the mandalorian which is not small in the scope of like mandalorian mandalorian i think though is like single-handedly saved star wars i think yeah and that and the clone wars and like rebels there's a lot of st- stuff building to the whole brand outside of skywalkers yeah but i think after rise of skywalker they were a lot of people were really pissed off yeah um and me I think, included remember that giant yeah. existential crisis i had yeah. Yeah, yeah screw that movie i do think that like made them that with the combination of mando made mm-hmm. them realize like they don't have to stick to that original movie like no one asked them to in the first place they thought they had to they just have you just have to listen to the fans, but not the toxic ones. Just listen right. to just the general. Take the temperature of the general fan base. Like they didn't need. Like they, they just need to like send out like a survey and be like, all right, Jar Jar Binks, Darth Vader, or Dingar. Who do you want to hear about? Yeah. Which book sold the most last week? But it's we're an interesting time, even before COVID. Like I don't know what movies are gonna do, but there's what Dan's saying. Like people always want to tell stories, mm-hmm. um, and I that's I probably should talk about this more in the other shows. But just how the music industry worked out, especially like locally, because that's my wheelhouse. You saw so many bands just quit because the reason they were making music was to entertain their friends. It was more of a social thing. It wasn't so much that. I need to create this for my own sanity. It's like, no, I just like spending time with my friends. There's so many people like, oh, we can't play music to an audience while I just quit. Where there, And then you had other people, like I'd like to group myself in this, but there's other people that, no, this was only ever about wanting to tell stories and create. So that fire will always be there, but will the big Buku $200 million be there? Right. Who's to say? Hmm. And then even more so, it's like, we're they're not giving the 25 million dollar stuff away right. how's that gonna happen well you shoot it on your iphone let's do this let's make a movie right now guys wasn't there a um universal monster movie that was supposed to have come out invisible man came out in like february last year yeah we that saw that right out. that was yeah we did yeah, you and i good. did yeah that what? was actually part of that universe oh no 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 oh. they they canceled that the mom like that tom cruise mummy yeah yeah, yeah they tom were gonna universe. do like a, yeah they canceled that i thought they were they were like just ignoring the mummy and they were going to do Dracula. Well, they so basically what they did was they they canceled that dark universe thing. Yeah. And they've basically handed Blumhouse the keys. Okay. And so um Invisible Man came out and was fantastic. Yep. Um I enjoyed it. I think next 
Yeah, I think somebody's actually doing a Dracula. So yeah, I didn't realize the Invisible Man was supposed to be like um, the Invisible Man. And then Lee, I think Lee Wannell, who did like Saw and then um, yeah. Upgrade uh, fairly recently, I think he's doing Wolfman. Oh, okay. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, I think, is doing something. Um, doing she might be, Charlie's Angels. She's either doing Bride or she might be doing like an Invisible Woman. Like there might be like a kind think, of a loose. I think it's Bride because Funko only releases two of that universe a year. It's always Halloween. They're always Walgreens exclusives. Yeah. And this year is um, Bride and Wolfman. Interesting. I think she's doing Wolfman. Yeah. I think they've got Ryan Gosling attached for for Wolfman. Yeah. Oh, so, um, so we'll see how that goes. But such a nice boy that one. Right. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's a strange new world, and uh, freaking Bill yeah. Cosby, man. Oh my gosh, don't even get us started. Um, Out of nowhere. <laughs> but we're glad to be back, right? We're glad to be, you know, hopefully get back into the swing of things. It's going to take some doing, but, but I think we'll. Releasing. Yep. Yep, yeah. and. Uh, just release these ones. Just just have them that's, be the dark honestly, ones. Honestly, that's what I'm going to do. Is, yeah, uh, just... If we ever did get a Patreon, it was the secret <laughs> episodes. Yeah. The lost episodes. The lost tapes. Screw it. Man, I don't know. Anybody's going to want to hear those, but... You know, some weirdo. Got to figure something out. We build a fan base, some weirdo. <laughs> I call them a weirdo, and then all of a sudden I'm dependent on their yeah, money. Yeah, I think... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to release these as if the others were released number-wise. And yeah. And I'll eventually go back and get them. At some point. Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. Nice. Maybe when's our, I think our anniversary is in April, so we missed it. I don't even remember. I don't know. I get the email from Squarespace. It's like, you owe us money. That's <laughs> oh, the only reason I remember it. Well, I believe it's in April, though. Yeah, we need to start a Patreon so that people can pay us to keep hosting. No, it's going to pay us. The Patreon is Patreon saturated. We got to yeah. do it OnlyFans. I honestly thought oh, about uh, we gotta do an OnlyFans, guys. I'm sorry. I thought about like talking about Patreon tonight, but then I was like, that's just gonna be so depressing. When like, we'll have like three people do it probably. We do an OnlyFans. It's gonna make money. Oh, brother! I actually talked to somebody about that too. So I was talking to them about all the jobs they've applied for. I'm like, I guess the backup's OnlyFans. They're like, yeah, if you're gonna do that, you need to get on. You probably only have like two years left. I'm like, ouch, ouch. Yikes. What? You're a man. You I can do, do it. at least another though- sixty. Thank you. A man. If you're looking forward to more conversations like this, tune in next time. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. Cinema's best.